Micah and I are standing on opposite ends of the bridge. Rain beats down violently from the dark sky, and the wind kicks up debris between us. Micah extends his hand, and I walk toward him, but he slips away from me until he lands up on the railing of the bridge. He teeters in the wind, and I want to save him, but my feet won't budge. A gust of wind slams into him, and he falls backward, vanishing into the darkness. I wake up screaming and full of guilt. My therapist has a theory that the nightmare signifies my fear of losing Micah, although that doesn't explain why I won't save him. When she mentioned it, my heart sped up and my palms began to sweat. I never looked far enough into the future to realize that maybe one day Micah and I may not be together. A forever? Does such a thing exist? With as much time as we spend together, I wonder where our relationship is going. The last time we saw each other was at Grady's funeral. It was the second toughest day of my life, the first being my mother's funeral. Micah and I had been out on the cliff that overlooked the lake with a black jar containing Grady's ashes. The wind was blowing, and all I could think about was how much death owned life. At any moment, death could snatch up life and take it away, just like it had done with my mom and Grady. Are you ready for this? Micah had asked, removing the lid from the jar. Nodding, I extended my hand toward the jar. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. From behind us, the car was running and playing Grady's favorite song, Simple Man by Leonard Skinnerd, a song that fit Grady and his lifestyle perfectly. He moved the jar toward me, and we held onto it together. What's that thing he used to say all the time? Micah asked me. About life? It isn't as important to feel great about all the things we do, I say softly. But how we feel toward the end, when we look back at everything we've done. Tears streamed from my eyes as we tipped the jar sideways and spilled the ashes off the cliff. As we watched them float down to the lake, Micah wrapped his arm around me and took a shot of tequila. He had offered me a sip, but I had declined. My insides shook as pain rushed through me, but I quickly repressed it. Though sunlight sparkled down on us, there was a chill in the air as I observed the lake that seemed to hold everything. It was connected to so many deep, painful memories of my past with my mom and myself. Earth to Ella! Lila waves her hand in front of my face, and I flinch. You seriously space off more than anyone else I know. Class cut out like five minutes ago. What the heck is that drawing of? It's creepy. Drawn back to the present, my gaze sweeps across the empty desks in the classroom and then falls on the pen in my hand. The tip pressed to a sketch of my face. Only my eyes are black, and my skin looks like dry, cracked dirt. It's nothing. I stuff the drawing into my bag and grab my books. Sometimes I lose track of time and it's unsettling because so did my mother. It's just a doodle I was messing around with during Professor Mackman's boring lecture. What's the deal with you? You've been like super spaced out and super grumpy. Lila asks as we walk out of the classroom and push out the doors, stepping into the sunlight. I adjust my bag on my shoulder and pull my sunglasses down over my eyes. It's nothing. I'm just tired.
She stops abruptly in the middle of the sidewalk, narrows her blue eyes at me, and puts her hands on her hips. Don't shut down on me now. We've been doing so well. I sigh, because she's right. It's just this dream I've been having. About Micah? How'd you guess? She elevates her eyebrows. How could I not guess? All of your thoughts are about him. Not all of my thoughts. I dwell in my thoughts about my dad, who's in rehab, and how he won't talk to me. We stroll down the sidewalk, and she links arms with me. There's a skip to her walk, and her pink dress and blonde hair blow in the gentle fall breeze. About a year ago, Lila and I looked very similar, but then Micah cracked through my shell, and I opted for a happy medium. I'm wearing a black spill canvas t-shirt and a pair of jeans and my long auburn hair.